I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Fantasy Football Tips. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Adam Cleary and Andy Murray from What Culture Football, here to discuss this weekend's fixtures and who you need to pick in your fantasy football team because of them. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Football for daily football podcasts across Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, but gents, it is game week nine, I do believe. Mm. That's correct. And... Um, we are back after the international break. Thank, Thank God. God. Hey, Scotland won 6-0 the other day. Was that right? Who did they play? San Marino. There we go. Um, so, looking back at fantasy football, first of all, how are you feeling? I'm doing all right. I keep, every week I keep thinking, oh, that was disappointing. That was a bad week. But I'm doing all right in all my leagues, relatively speaking. I'm not like not dropped off the pace on anybody. I'm not in a league with anybody who's run away with it either. Mm-hmm. So, it's still normally sort of like week nine when you come back after the sort of October international break is when a lot of people start dropping off because, oh, oh, I forgot about it. Oh, well, I'm already miles behind anyway. What's the point? But this year feels like everybody's now densely packed together because all the big sides are in one way or another, having a shocker. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's it's difficult to call. Like, you know, in previous seasons, you know, I remember the years of like, when you, as long as you had Mares and Vardy in your team, you were sorted. Yeah. Or as long as you had a load of Man City players in your team, you were fine. But it's it's very unpredictable, as, as much as we say that, Liverpool have just well, have won eight games on the bounce. That's the thing, Liverpool have won eight games on the spin, but aren't keeping clean sheets. And most people were going with like, your Robertsons and your Alexander-Arnolds and your Van Dykes. They were like, they you know, after you basically gone for Amane, that's where he went for. And they're not picking up a whole load of pop. And neither no. Salah, really. No, not really. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's similar to last season where Salah started relatively slow, the odd assist, the odd goal here and there. Mm. But, you know, he'll catch fire. Die. Of course he will. Mane, however, looks like a really, really solid pick ahead of him these days. Uh, going into the international break, we saw the likes, well, Tottenham were all over the shop. Uh, we saw the likes of Everton uh, dropping into the bottom three. Do you think uh, both for the teams who are in form and out of form, the international break will have affected I'm things? I'm glad you've mentioned Tottenham because I was having a quick look at this. I think Kane's the most sold forward in the entire game going into this. Everyone's like bailing out on their <laughs> Tottenham players because they look like they're having a complete shocker, which to be fair, the Brighton game was a complete shocker. But if you look at Spurs' run coming up, like, I've written it down here. They've got Watford, Liverpool, fair enough. Everton, Sheffield United, West Ham, Bournemouth, Man United, Burnley and Wolves. Like, they're going to pick up a load of points in there, surely, both in FPL yeah, and so. regular PL. And so I think that everybody binning off Kane at this stage, a man who can very easily finish off team goals but also make things for himself out of nothing, is 
short-sighted. I didn't, happen to, I didn't happen to begin with, and I haven't got the face to bring him in. No. But I think if you already had him... Especially with Watford this weekend. I've got Son in my team, and he isn't going anywhere. I haven't even yeah. given it a second thought. I've got Lamella, because I couldn't afford Son. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Kane has proved himself in the early weeks of the season. If he's the one player you've invested in and built your team around and never want to get rid of any cost, then not a wise choice early on. It just hasn't worked out. But that's hindsight. It's 2020, all that bollocks. But again, with Salah, come on. It's Harry Kane. Yeah. Like... Come on, <laughs> he's going to get numbers. There's, like, lo- there's loads of goals from him in that run. Yeah, the Spurs would have to be having a way worse time than people already think they are for mm. him to come out with that with like for only, sure. only two or three goals. And it's not like Spurs are flush with rotation options either. Aye. Uh, now Man City are the late game on Saturday away at Crystal Palace. I've just looked at my team and realised I don't have a single Man City player in there. Yeah. Um, the obvious one would be Kevin De Bruyne. Do you think he's going to be back playing this weekend? Rumours that he may or may not start. Unfortunately, my man on the Man City uh, dressing room hasn't got any fresh info for me today. No, it, I think he's rated as 50% on the infallible source that is the, the, the fantasy football website. Um, I'm kind of hinging on him coming back, to be perfectly honest, because my team is absolutely rife with injuries and I could use some points. If not, I mean, just... Romares in there. He's about four million, yeah. two million cheaper. Mm. Like An- another excuse for me to toot my own cock around this, but I went really far in on De Bruyne at the start of the season. Go, oh, come on! Like if he's fit, he's a two hundred point player, and I think he's proved to be the most valuable player mm-hmm. so far this season, both in terms of points gained and points per cost or whatever. But with them, they had two games that we're going to have without him, and I thought, well, I could just keep, I could keep him for those two games and rotate. But I thought, genuinely, the points set you're going to get, I'd be mad not to like. Get a Bernardo Silva or a David Silva or a Mares, as you say. The, the points they were going to get against against Watford. Oh my God! Come on, it's going to be absolutely loads. And Wolves, sorry, Wolves. And I just got nothing. I've got rid of him, and I've got nothing. So I'm hoping his return to the team is a return to form for them. And I'm going to have to somehow work out how I get him back, even though I spent all the money I saved. Um, the another another interesting one, which has been discussed in my WhatsApp group quite a lot, is Jamie Vardy. Uh, obviously, I've got Jamie Vardy written down intriguing, you know, a great bit of form heading into the international break. They're at home against Burnley. That would suggest that probably Leicester should have a relatively easy win for that one. But a friend of mine said, yeah, well, he've had a nightmare at home this week, what with all the Rebecca Vardy stuff. So he reckons he's going to get a straight red in this game. Thoughts? Uh, Jamie Vardy to score a goal and do then do a magnifying glass celebration would be my prediction. <laughs> yeah. um, I haven't written down the full list of fixtures, but their next nine matches, eight of them have got a little two next to them and I think five of them the majority of them are at home and given that Leicester looked like they should have got something against Liverpool they really really deserve to get something at Anfield as well they look like the real deal this year Mm -hmm. we were sort of wondering whether West Ham would do it whether Everton would do it but Leicester look fantastic Pereira is the highest scoring defender in FPL this year although it's like six point something million so it's a bit of a stretch but I think if you've been waiting for a time to go in on Leicester players because they have had a bit of a tricky run they've been every sort of for every Newcastle they had they had a Liverpool following it up immediately afterwards so it's a bit it's a bit hard to convince yourself to fully commit to teams yeah. with that kind of run but now like, there's absolutely no excuse not to be not to be filling your team with Leicester players yeah firing there's some really good value in there as well uh, I'm going to horrendously mispronounce his name but Soyuncu Soyuncu mm-hmm. I think him going for. that yeah. guy the Turkish guy no I didn't very cheap uh, he's got a good number of points on the board already mm. good set piece threat off corners big dudes get his head on the ball get stuck in nice and sweet uh, there's lots of value in that team and once you know James Madsen's obviously going to be fit again someday so yeah. that's good uh, Wilfred Ndidi as well like for some reason for a defensive midfielder scores all the time these days <laughs> don't get it probably unsustainable but you know there you go um, 
one of the big games this weekend, the biggest game of the weekend, I should say, is, of course, Man United hosting Liverpool. Has that affected any of your potential selections this week? Or Because, obviously, it, it, I always have this thing, whenever <coughs> two big teams play each other, I try and avoid picking players from those two, two big teams, neglecting the fact that I usually sit there watching Match Day 2 on a Sunday evening going, well, someone's got to score points in yeah, this game. Yeah. yeah, it hasn't really affected me because my Liverpool composition is Robertson at the back, who I picked up on day one and just haven't cycled out, and... Uh, <laughs> Salah, no, uh, Salah still. expensive mistake at the stage I'm only joking but no it hasn't really affected me in any way it's it's a ridiculous game it's hard to really justify any Man United players who's going to score for them who are the best value players in that mm. attacking lineup the best value player in that attacking lineup is uh, Martial who's injured mm. uh, and may miss the game again this weekend so I would steer well clear of any and all Man United uh players unless we think I guess Sergio Romero stepping in for De Gea is he possibly. still there possibly but <laughs> he might make a lot of saves not against Liverpool um, I've got Marnie in the side I've, as I say I've still got Robertson who I picked up on uh, well, not day one I got Van Dijk on day one then had to sort of change for Robertson later on um, it's just one of those where like again I can't Man United were rotten against Newcastle absolutely rotten and yet I still can't see Liverpool keeping a clean sheet here Obviously, smash cut, you know, Kirby enthusiasm music to an 8-0 Liverpool win. But they just they don't inspire me with confidence at the back. And I think the only way you can sort of justify the Liverpool defenders is purely because their assists and their value going forward make them more than worth it. Mm. Um, but at the minute, it's a brave man who calls that game because it would be so Premier League for Man United to look like things couldn't get any worse. And then either Liverpool somehow make them worse or they pick up a 0-0 or a 1-1 mm. or something or yeah. even beat them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fascinating fixture. We'll get into this a little bit more tomorrow in the uh, Premier League preview, of course. But the argument can be made that if you've got any Liverpool defenders in there, not just Robertson or Trent Alexander-Arnold, but both, you know, Matip or Van Dijk or Matip's whoever, they can all score goals. The reason why I've got Alexander-Arnold in there is not because I'm anticipating uh, Liverpool giving a clean sheet, although mm. I don't see a great deal of threat from yeah. Man United, especially with the loss of Pogba, although Rashford is always a threat in my eyes. Um I see a sense that it's going to be far more going forward. I've got Mane as well, and, and he will not be leaving my side unless Same. something spectacular uh, happens. So I, I think that makes sense. Um, Andy Murray, who are your major transfers in or out this week? Well, I've got a weird week. I've only got one free transfer, but looking at my team, I currently have... A lot of yellows there. A lot of yellows, and Fabianski, obviously, who's a red, but that's okay because I've got nasty Nick Pope on the bench. Don't really need to sign anyone. Um... I think I'm going to go for a super boring week. I think I'm going to I'm playing average in the head to head, you see, and that's ah, usually yes. that's usually a solid win. So I think I'm going to go super boring. I'm going to do a cost cutting exercise here. I'm going to bring in some little pube up front. I don't know, a Mason Greenwood who costs 50p in a bag <laughs> of sweets and uh sub one of my more expensive midfielders out, uh, either Salah or De Bruyne, depending on projections mm. after the managers have done their press conferences for a Mason Mount or someone like that. Uh, I know everyone in the league has him at this point, but basically it's a case of if you don't have him, you're probably losing ground on someone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I don't know what to do, really, because I've already... I, I wanted to go in on Leicester, but the thing I look at the minute is I know I've, I've touted Chelsea <coughs> since the start of the season. I've got my full allocation of Chelsea players, Rasbilicueta, Mount, and Tammy Abraham. But I don't know. I'm trying. I'm thinking about maybe, maybe Ben and Mason Mount for Callum Hudson-Odoi. He's been a, he's he's been a topic of conversation He's been week. back four games now, and I think he got a goal in one and assist in the other three. He's done. He's had some kind of attacking contribution in every game he's played, and he's like five points. Have I written it down? Of course I haven't. He's like five five point nine million, and he's almost certainly going to start in that attacking lineup. I think a lot of people went in for Pulisic at the start of the season because they thought he seems like the natural replacement for Hazard. But he's been in and out, and when he's yeah. played, he's not. He's not been there. He's not been on with the final ball very much. But I think you could tell Lampard really, really likes the cut of him, and I just think. You know, you can save yourself probably two or three million on your other midfield options. Just looking around, because aside from the obvious selections uh, this weekend, you, like you said, your Abrahams, your Mounts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and Abama Yang against mm-hmm. Sheffield United. Granted, it is away. Who knows what's going to happen in that game? I was looking around for the exact same thing because if if you're anything like the three of us who aren't top of the What Culture Office League, that is you <laughs> and Patterson, uh, seventy-five points yeah, in this game week. Sports Liverpool, as you know, I know. Uh, with his team, let's talk about six. What could that possibly be about as a Liverpool fan? Shagging uh, in it. I'm looking. I'm looking uh, at those players, like you say, who aren't going to be automatically selected by the casual fans who may have just sort of stumbled their yeah. way to the top. I think Lanzini's a good shout in that regard, but I have, I've already had him in twice this season. It's normally been after he's done one <laughs> thing before he goes on a good run. Then he doesn't do anything on the good run. Then he does something and I look at him again. I'm doing it again like, for the third time this season. Um, they've got a, West Ham have got a nice run of four games coming up. They've got Everton, Sheffield United, Newcastle and Burnley. He plays, he's their core attacking threat by a mileage. Every time I watch him, he does some brilliant ball that should be an assist and then somebody lays it off to somebody else. I'm like, no, you hit it. Yeah. He did it for you. <laughs> Give me the points. He could be a good one. I've written down Anwar El Ghazi as well because he's really started to become important for Aston Villa. Like he, got, he had a hand in pretty much everything they did against Norwich. Um, then he's not going to be rotated out at the side. Villa have got they've got they've got Brighton this week, but then they've got Liverpool and uh, City after that. So I might not go from now, but he's one I'm going to keep an eye on because certainly he's not owned by a whole lot of other players. Yeah, Villa Villa is an interesting one because they are currently sitting fifteenth. Their form is a little bit all over the place, to yeah. be perfectly honest. But John McGinn is a player that I feel like I should have had from the start uh, of the season. I've had him in and out all season. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Uh, who is, who's being tipped again by Villa fans this weekend. Wesley is a player I brought in, he did, did nothing, took him out or benched him, and he smashed it about Funny three Funny one, months. Wesley, because in the first couple of games, he didn't even resemble a football player. He's he looked more like a yeah. lamppost. But like, he's a massive, huge unit who could absolutely be a chaos element uh, to that Man City defence at the moment. I had Ashley Barnes in because uh, Burnley set off on 
probably the best run any team's going to get in FPL all season. Everyone's like, no, you know, if you haven't got Barnes in, you're just going to miss out on all the Barnes points. And I think he's got me a grand total of uh, nothing in the three, four weeks <laughs> I've had. Couldn't hit a Barnes door. Couldn't hit a Barnes door, yeah. I've got Eric Peters in. He's injured. He's been doing quite well at the back for them. I don't know. Every week, I wish I could have five or six more transfers because I think I've got, I've got a great plan this week. So I think I might be like, you might not tweak it too much. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn because I, on, on paper... I have uh, a team that I don't really want to change. I've, I've got the team in front of me here. Swapping Lundstrom out for Rico sat on my bench, Bournemouth against uh, Norwich at home, uh, would seem to be sort of have me done. I've got Pope in there, which, yes, he's going to be playing Leicester, but I'm not. no one's going to sub their goalkeeper unless you really need to make drastic changes. Yeah. Like you've got I've Fabianski got Pope as well, yeah. Um, Alexander-Arnold, Rico, back three I've gone for. Diop from West Ham. Mm. Um, you know, West Ham away at Everton. Everton could, you know, one of those teams that th- can always threaten Everton every week, man. They're, they're, this is, I've got this written down here. You cannot trust any team to keep a clean sheet this season no. because Everton, when I had, I loaded with Everton players at the start, I had Pickford and Digne at the back because in the calendar year of 2019, they were right behind Liverpool and City in terms of clean sheets and the defensive, they look great and they've got a great run at the start of the season. Obviously got beat off Sheffield United, got beat off Villa, I think they were absolutely dreadful letting in goals all over the place but the thing now is like if you look at the top 10 defenders in the entire FPL only three of them are from a big six side mm. like that you cannot rely on like City or Arsenal or Man United or any of the supposedly big clubs especially not Tottenham to get your clean sheet points you've got to work out week on week you know who might have a bit of a shutout or who's you know got something going forward uh, you mentioned West Ham and, and rather than Lanzini I've gone for Yarmolenko yeah. uh, I've had him in the uh, last couple of weeks I think hasn't really done a lot but mm. threatens to always I think I'm fairly certain he scored over the international break I think he did yeah. he's, uh, he's knackered then yeah yeah so he'll probably <laughs> be knackered and probably won't start um, but I don't know just away at Everton it just strikes early kickoff I can see Yarmolenko yeah, being sure. the difference maker in that game and and it's almost the opposite of, as well of if I even if I didn't see him as potentially scoring in this game, is he worth sacrificing a transfer for that? I think, I, you know, I look at it and go, I can't see someone that, that is demanding to be. Maybe someone like a Madison. I don't mm. know because I haven't got him in my team. The only thing I'm looking at at the minute is I, I've got Lamella and David Silva, and David Silva was purely there because as a placeholder. Because, yeah, because I wanted De, mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted the Man City points while De Bruyne out, and Lamella was there because I genuinely thought two or three weeks ago Spurs were about to turn it around and go on a bit of a run. And I thought, well, if I can't afford Son, I might as well get somebody in there who'll do something. And the only thing I made I don't I don't mind my defence at all. I'm still happy with my front three of Aubameyang, Barnes, and a- Abraham. If there's any way I'll have to see how much money I've still got in the bank. If there's any way I can get Silva and Lamella out for Madison and De Bruyne, that's what I will be doing. Uh, mm. A lot of people are excited about Bournemouth this season, of course, completely mid-table so currently sat 10th but they are at home against Norwich I've got Callum Wilson in my front line I know a lot of people have got Harry Wilson as well yeah they could be uh, big players this weekend yeah absolutely smart couple of signings uh, like Callum Wilson's always a safe bet in fantasy Aye. football almost every single season except when he's injured um not Just that one thing about Callum Wilson though is Josh King takes the penalties yeah that <laughs> boils my blood that like, oh penalty to Bournemouth it's, <laughs> it's Josh King it's always the other one that I pick Aye. so so if yeah. I pick Callum Wilson Bournemouth get three penalties, and if I pick Josh King, it's flowing open no, I... football that Josh King doesn't get anywhere near. It's just yeah. frustrating. But yes, the the Wilson brothers, I don't know <laughs> they're not brothers, um, are, are big players this weekend. Yeah, 100%. It's uh, Bournemouth are an interesting wee team. Like Ryan Fraser, of course, the player I always go back to because he's from the famous Aberdeen. Um, seemed like a safe bet at the start of the season. I think he's got some like two assists, maybe. Not had a great little run. Uh, Harry Wilson is particularly cheap. 
I can't remember, six point something perhaps. Not mm. not a huge sum whatsoever. Could be a smart little differential for people there, even though he has scored a couple. My wife games. is consistently beating me at fantasy football due to <coughs> players like Harry Wilson. Who I go, oh, I've had a pretty good week. Oh, wait, Harry Wilson's got 10 points. Yeah. So screw me out of this. <laughs> um, another player I was going to say flew under the radar, didn't really flow under the radar last time we uh, had... Uh, fantasy football, is Adama Traore. Yes. He was a sensation against Man City. Yeah, but that you, but, that was that was one of those once every three year performances. <laughs> like Dan Gosling's only Newcastle goal. Jacob, Sorry, Jacob Murphy's only Newcastle goal comes at the Etihad against Man City and he flew through about three players on a counter-attack and then just dinked it over the goalkeeper. That is not the Jacob Murphy who played the rest of the entire season. I'd be cautious about getting carried away with Traore, especially given how sort of up and down Wolves have been. Yeah, Traore is like a Ferrari without a steering wheel, really, a lot of the time. Very, very fast, very good at dribbling, but not a whole lot else. Wolves, Southampton. Now, Southampton are 17th, but they've got a few decent results this season, and they're unpredictable. I remember sitting here doing the Premier League preview. I was like, you know, Southampton beat Bournemouth. They could go fourth, and it was like some absurd... I know it was early on in the season, but... They look, they've played better than I think a lot of people are giving them credit for. Certainly, I at the start of the season said, I didn't think we had a hope in hell this year. But again, you can see that lack of goals is really starting to cost yeah. them. Uh, the young man up front whose name escapes me, Che Adams, has been on the cusp of a goal or two goals or a hat trick every single game and is yet to get a single one. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but do you think Southampton are going to win the league this year? No. Okay, Shea Adams might be wrong. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the league table, though, because we've we've praised Chelsea and Leicester City. Chris, <coughs> Crystal Palace have flown a little bit under the radar. They're sixth. Uh, we'll discuss them on in the Premier League pre- Premier League preview even tomorrow. Uh, but third is Arsenal, and they play uh, on Monday night against Sheffield United. How do you see that one going, and which players do you see shining? This, to me, reeks of Arsenal, this game. I think it might be one of the most Arsenal games we'll see all season. Um, <laughs> I see some teams at Arsenal before, but they were the Arsenal biggest bunch of Arsenals that ever Arsenal. In the Bramall Lane is loud, it's a cauldron, it's all these other cliches, and Chris Wilder gets his team disciplined and drilled and functional and all this other stuff, and they're very, very difficult to play with, play against at home. Arsenal, for years and years, have been this flashy but flaky team. I don't think there's a whole lot to say that that has changed uh, with the change of management a year and a bit ago and <laughs> all the players that have cycled in and out. So your man Lundstram, your, your cheap bargain, is getting 70 points. The thing about these, you say they're all oh, they're well-drilled and they're organised and they've got fight and determination. These are, these would have been consigned to the cliché bin many years ago. <laughs> but unfortunately, every time Arsenal rock around, like, they prove that they're still, they're still a thing. They don't like it up them, as the saying goes. Like, yeah. it, your man at Watford was like, well, you just get into them a bit because they're soft. And yeah. it was just like, that should be a cliché. That yeah. should be demonstrably unprovable in the modern game. And yet, Every time you play Arsenal, these <laughs> situations get yeah. them heat first. We've got some great flair players. I mean, Aubameyang currently has the captain's armband for me. That's that was a hangover from the last game week rather than this one. Um, but I still don't think I'm going to sub him out. I, mm. I, I think it's I'm going to keep men. I think their run is very, very good. Going forward. <laughs> uh, who is going to be your captain this weekend? I'm looking at Abraham. I know yeah. Newcastle have just beat Man United, but historically Chelsea is not a place they perform overly well. Chelsea look in really good form. It seems like the kind of game where they could put a bit of a stamp on themselves uh, getting back in that. I mean, the level... The, oh God, look, look how tight it is at the top now. They're only two points off Man City. I think Chelsea got a real side form in here and I think Newcastle could be on the receiving end of that. I'm going for Lundstrom because when he gets those 70 points, that will turn it into 140 and you will all be dead. Fair. I am inclined to agree with you on the, uh, the Tammy Abraham front. I'm looking across the team... As much as I think, you know, Mane could do some big things if... if, if it does You always favour the home player, though, don't you, for the... Oh, man, you always favour the home player. The only other one I'm considering 
is Son, which would be preposterous considering the way Tottenham have been playing recently. But they're at home against Watford, who don't seem to have a clue. They've had a sufficient break. Kane looked decent on the in, in, on the international, uh, well, the second game at the very least. Actually, no, the first game he was good. He was one of the few shining lights. And I think Son could, could do something. But I sense that when it comes to it, I'll probably pick Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Um, Son sense that. Indeed. Uh, let's quickly take a glance at the What Culture Fans Fantasy League. Still top is Shadow Recruits manager Sagar Sedhain. Hope I've got that right. But I'd like to point out that Arpan Chatterjee, hope I've got that right, who manages 11th for Cacta, hope I've got that one right as well, is only 15 points behind. Ooh, so this could chase. be the week. And there's, a, there's, an, there's another couple uh, behind who are only about five points behind that. So this could be very tasty. Hotting up, is it? Indeed. And the uh, What Culture Office League is going to get very interesting. As we've mentioned, players, or, you know, players in the office drop off and the real purists. The nerds, the, the nerds. losers, yeah, the, big yeah, the, the fannies. Yeah, like Just that. no one mentioned to you and... About fantasy football, and I'll probably forget. Is it Friday night game? He's off no, to be. That's when we catch these people out. Oh, I forgot it was Friday night. When was it you were in the pub and you suddenly had that moment of realisation? I'd missed it by about 20 minutes, yeah. That's that a was horrible a few weeks sinking ago. feeling. Uh, right, let us know your fantasy football tips in the comment section below or on Twitter at WhatCultureFC. And don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Uh, and you can subscribe to what Culture Football for daily football podcasts as well. And you can follow all three of us on Twitter. You can follow Adam Cleary at... Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. You can follow Andy Murray at... at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Harry Wilson. And Why it not? also stands for happy birthday. Hey. Happy, it's yeah. your birthday today. Thank happy you. birthday, Andy. Uh, you can follow me at Adam Wilmot. As I said, follow us all at What Culture FC. Best of luck for fantasy football. We'll be back tomorrow for the Premier League preview. My thanks to Adam and to Andy. Thank you for watching, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.